podcast i'm your host dre back again as always we start this podcast off the same way thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this motherfucker maybe even watch it since we live on the video tip every motherfucking episode now man we really got this shit rolling y'all i told y'all we're going to fucking disney world and get everything everything a nigga could do oh shit i mean knocking over the whole oh oh peter griffin my knee Um, I'm good, y'all. I promise. I, uh, anyway, so back to what we was talking about and back to the podcast. Sorry, y'all. <clears throat> I had a, I almost died. Um, yeah, man, we got the video shit popping, you know what I'm saying? So make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, including YouTube. Now we on YouTube at FTS Podcast, so make sure you go subscribe there. On Facebook at FTS Podcast, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Reddit at Fuck This Shit Pod. Um, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you subscribe on your listening platform. Make sure you follow on your listening platform. That way you can get the notifications. And, uh, you know, if you like to get access to an epi- extra episode every weekend, uh, like 40, 50 fucking episodes from the past, that's locked up right now. You know what I'm saying? Tap in for the phone 99. You know what I'm saying? Come be a part of the family. Come be one of my real kids. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, earlier in the, in the earlier, yes, the last episode, I was telling y'all how, you know, this podcast is like your mama and y'all are like my kids. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to work things out with your mama. Well, the niggas who pay the four ninety nine, they're like the kids that I had with their mama. Like, they're our kids together. The rest of y'all who just listen, y'all are like the kids who she had before we got together. I'm still going to, I still treat y'all the same. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, y'all call me Dre and they call me daddy. So, I mean, you know, you think it's, you know, if you, let's just be real about what's going on here. You know, that's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want y'all, I wouldn't be like that as a stepdad. Y'all don't want y'all to think that. I wouldn't treat the other kids different unless they treated me different. Oh boy. I'll say that. That's something I haven't really thought about. But if I, if I went in there, y'all niggas calling me Dre and shit like that over here acting like I ain't shit. Don't worry about it. I ain't going to be. I ain't going to fight with no fucking kids. I ain't here for you. I'm here for your mom anyway. I don't care. You ain't even got to like a nigga, bro. Um, but what I tell you for sure is that, uh, you know, if you don't fuck with me, don't be, you know, you get these basic birthday presents, nigga. Don't be. I be getting you a, uh. I be getting you presents like Breeze to get me for Father's Day. If you didn't got a, a a flower, a chef made out of flower pots, y'all. T- <laughs> um, but for real, y'all, I ain't even gonna lie. I'm, I'm really just trying to keep my energy and my motivation up because I'd be motherfucking lying to y'all if I didn't tell you that 
I already recorded this entire episode yesterday, last night, and I didn't have the fucking audio. It's just, it's different shit that I'm doing now with the video and the audio, and I'm trying to incorporate all these different things, and I missed a step, and basically every video that I played throughout that motherfucker had no sound at all. And I like was stopping in the middle of it because there was no way for me to just add them in afterwards. It was, y'all, so I'm back. So it's just practice though, you know what I'm saying? For me to get used to the transitions and get more comfortable going from one thing to the next, I feel like ultimately it's going to be better for me and the podcast. That's what I'm going to keep telling myself so that I don't lose my fucking mind. Um, Because I done spent my whole, you know, y'all know I don't get but three off, three hours off a month. And now I'm over here on my little off days having to do all this extra anyway. So, okay. Uh, anyway, we back, we back though. Point is we here, we back. Shit live. Um, I ain't got shit else for y'all on the intro tip, man. My life boring. I ain't been doing shit. I've been raising my baby. Blaze has been, uh, Blaze, you know what I'm saying? Bree has been Bree. Everybody doing good. It is some shit going on in my life, but I ain't talking to y'all about it on this motherfucker because it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. My life is crazy, fam. But I'm getting through it. I ain't stressed out. I ain't I ain't sweating shit. I'm really just on some chill shit. So whatever. We're going to take a little quick break and then we're going to actually get into the podcast because y'all know what it is. I got to get my pennies. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't be in here wasting my time for no dimes. You know what I'm saying? I can't be doing my thing for no change. You know what I'm saying? I can't be telling you to deal with all no dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. Uh we're gonna go into a quick little break. We'll be right back. You know what I'm saying? And uh and we get into the shit. And just like that, we back. We wasn't gone too long. You know what I'm saying? Just a little short break. If you're on the video portion of the podcast, it shouldn't really be no break. You feel what I'm saying? Because ain't no ads in there. Not yet. You know what I'm saying? Until YouTube monetize your boy. Then I'm going to have ads. Hey, y'all niggas don't like ads. Well, y'all better like subscriptions. That's what I know. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm not playing. I pay, I, but the thing about a nigga like me is, I pay extra to not have ads. I got YouTube premium. I got... All my shit, if it's an ad, if you could pay extra and not have to watch the commercials, I just pay the extra. Because fuck a commercial, nigga. I already know what I want to buy. I don't need no commercials. But I do need some sponsors so that y'all can listen to some commercials so I can get some bags because I'm tired of going to work. But anyway, we getting started, man. We jumping the shit off. We don't got no theme music for it yet. But we got news uh, from Oklahoma that's actually world, you know what I'm saying, like U.S. News 2 type shit. So... We're going to jump right off with this shit, man. Uh, Oklahoma House passes a bill banning abortion at conception. This bill could be the strictest abortion ban Oklahoma has passed. The Oklahoma House on Thursday passed a bill that would ban abortions at conception. House Bill 4327 also would be enforced using civil lawsuits. The bill could be the strictest abortion ban Oklahoma has passed. It is my sincere hope that in addition to 
the criminal bill passed this session, a civil liability bill will be uh, will provide strong additional protection of the life of unborn children in Oklahoma, Stearman said in a news release. Those opposed to the bill said they are concerned that it sets the con- uh, the set are concerned that it sets conception as a threshold. They also worried that different forms of contraceptives could be banned next. The bill's author said the bill is just about abortion. Uh, State Representative Wendy Stearman uh, pointed to the language that states abortion does not include or use doesn't does not include the use or provision of Plan B or any other contraception. Stearman and Republican colleagues have made their position clear. They will not let abortions happen in Oklahoma under their watch. I value life and it should never be permitted by law to take the life of an unborn child or unborn. House bill has the governor's desk. He's going to sign that shit. Like he already, yeah, governor said he'll sign any pro-life bill that comes across his desk. I already knew that shit, bro. That nigga signing would ever come across his motherfucking desk, bro. That shit is wild. Um, I, um, wasn't going to talk. I didn't in the original recording of this episode. I did not talk about this because it happened today, I think. Um, and if it didn't happen so like yesterday that I didn't notice. Um, but I seen one of my friends, one of my homegirls post about it, talking about as a woman, she don't feel safe in Oklahoma type shit. Or like it was like something like that, not protected or not safe or something. But the point remains the same, man. That shit is unreal to me. Like, I don't want to make the same point that it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't want to make the same point that like these pro-life people are not really pro-life or that fucking these motherfuckers have all the understanding of medical freedom and choice when it comes to a fucking vaccine. But when it comes to like having to carry a baby to term, there's like no consideration there whatsoever. There's no, what I will say is this being a man, Believe it or not, I have and never will carry a child. But I have seen my mom have, I've watched my mom go through three pregnancies. I watched my oldest mom's pregnancy. I watched my youngest daughter's mom's pregnancies. And just being next to a woman who's pregnant for that amount of time, you understand the... I don't know if commitment is the word, the the challenge, the ta- I don't know what I don't even know what word you would use to really conceptualize what it is to carry a child in yourself for nine months and then birth that child. I have seen every woman who I've ever seen pregnant. I have seen in tears because they are just so exhausted at some point. Um. And they wanted all those kids. Every woman who I'm talking about wanted the baby. I never, I've never seen a woman carry a baby that she didn't want. And I couldn't even fathom mentally how you would even get through that. How difficult it is for women when they are, when they're pregnant and when they're carrying these babies. I couldn't fathom going through that with the baby that you didn't want. For whatever reason, for whatever reason, I'm not even going to, it's kind of like the gay thing. I feel like we always go to the farthest example. Like, well, what if you get raped by your uncle? Like, what if you and your husband just don't want another baby or don't want this original baby? Like, what if it's just that? Like that's to me, 
it is irresponsible to bring a child into the world that you are not ready for and do not want. And for there to not be any, for the, to live in this vacuum where it's like, well, then don't have sex. Uh, okay. But, but motherfuckers are gonna, it's like, um, it, it all follows a pattern in these places though. Cause you know, when you grow up in Oklahoma, you know, even our sex education in Oklahoma is basically abstinence training. They're like, don't have sex and you won't get STDs or get pregnant. But there's not much real sex education in Oklahoma. They're like, don't do it. Because in, cause that's like, they live in this linear mentality. They like think in this manner where it's like, if you make mistakes, you're a bad person. If you don't do everything exactly the way that they thought it was supposed to be done, you're a bad person. And therefore you deserve whatever happens to you until it's one of their kids though. But, but then it's a whole different thing because like, no, 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 no. You don't know them. Da, 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 da. And it's just wild how it just frustrates me because it just goes to show me that they completely understand. They just don't give a fuck. And to say that, and you know, in that, in that article, it says, uh, you know, well, it, the, the bill strictly says that uh, plan B doesn't count and, you know, and blah, 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 blah. But We've already been shown that we have a Supreme Court that's not going to provide any protections against uh, against abortion rights. And if uh, if it starts at conception, like by that logic, I can't really understand why Plan B would be allowed. By the logic you by the logic they've already said they believe in, I can't really see how. I mean, I guess because. Technically, plan B is supposed to stop conception, I guess. It's not supposed to actually, like, abort a fetus or even, like, you know, I don't think it, like, kills an already conceived, you know what I'm saying, egg, a fertilized egg. I don't think it does that. Maybe that's why it doesn't fall under this. But still, if if my understanding of plan B is so wishy-washy on, like, exactly how it works, you know these motherfuckers don't know. And if somebody, if they... I'm just saying it ain't too long before. It ain't too long before your only options are don't have sex if you don't want kids. And I'm not down with that because I don't want to be having kids all willy nilly. But shit, I want to do what I want to do. I'm fucking grown. I'm grown and I should have full right to do what I want to do. And then you can't even just be like, you know, there'll be those people who are like, well, if you just protect yourself, you just wear condoms like condoms break motherfucking It'd be this defective shit. You know what I'm saying? You never know. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers just don't sometimes. Like it's human nature. People ain't perfect. People don't always do the right thing. So to have it set up where anytime you don't do the right thing, if anything happens, well, fuck it, nigga, raise the baby. Okay. But there's like no safety net for motherfuckers to even like help with kids. You like raise the baby. We pro-life. And then motherfuckers is like, Let's push forward some uh, legislation for free childcare so that people who have kids can, you know, provide better lives for them. It's like, fuck that. We're not giving handouts to these pores. What? Fuck them broke ass kids. Tell them to put socks on their hands in the wintertime and quit bitching. Tell them to pull themselves out by the bootstrap. They don't have boots. Tell them to pull themselves up by the sock latex. Goddamn. Just. It's annoying, bro. It's annoying as fuck. And it just sucks because we all know that there's really nothing that can be done. And in a place like Oklahoma, there's really not a ton that can even be done about that. In the, in the short term, anyway, they're going to run rampant with what they're doing. 
But I mean, like, honestly, I'm not even going to cap. Sometimes you don't want to make everything the conversation about voting. But as I've said before, in a representative democracy, that really is about the only thing you can do in situations like this. And voting is how all of these things happened. You know, I think sometimes that we build this narrative that like, oh, I don't vote because your vote doesn't matter. Nothing happens when you vote. Da, 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 da. But that's not true. All the stuff that you see happening is happening because of the people who vote. It's because of the it's because of who the people who vote are. You know what I'm saying? The actual issue is not that voting doesn't work. The actual issue is that motherfuckers don't be doing it. Not even to the point to where even even when you say, well, you know, they gerrymander districts or they they go out of their way to suppress votes or they do all these other things. That is all accurate and true. But the people who green like those decisions were voted in before. So it's, it's just like you know, leftover from some old voting, number one. And number two, because they're going to make it difficult for you to do, doesn't like make the excuse, you know, you know, people like that who are like that about other things in life. And I know you hate them because I hate them. You ever meet a motherfucker who they want to do something or they, they're talking about something or this is actually how it usually happens. Somebody will like have an issue. They'll have a problem. And they'll be telling you about it. And you'll try try and help them solve the problem. They'll be like, oh, you know, I can't seem to get my credit right. You know, it seems like my credit is da 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 You'd be like, well, I mean, you know, who do you owe? Who do you owe some money to? Did you try to dispute uh, some of those things and see if any of them will fall off? Oh, yeah. But, you know, I think you got to like. Go on the websites and then you got to know which ones to go to. And then a lot of times they probably don't even, it's like a lot of times the dispute don't even go through. I did it one time. I had disputed one, one time and it didn't even come off. So I just, that's how y'all niggas sound about voting to me. I voted this one time where I said my homie had voted and nigga Trump still won. Really? You don't say. You don't fucking say. But that's a whatever kind of situation, too. It is what it is, man. Motherfuckers will be however they want to be on that. I actually hope that some of this stuff works in the the greater benefit because I do think that there will be some people who weren't going to vote who will vote as a result of this. And I don't think the one thing I will say that the one bright spot is that I don't think the Republicans have anyone else left. Like they're consistently turning out everyone. Like, everyone who's going to turn out for them turns out every time. They niggas come. They niggas show up. Our issue is our, our niggas are iffy, and they only show up when they feel like it. So sometimes they get, and they just do more with, it's easier to 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 build a coalition when your whole platform is built on keep the blacks out. You know what I'm saying? It's a little difficult when you're trying to, like, have this big umbrella where you're inviting in all of these different people with all of these different interests. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. It's a It's a more difficult task. But. Fuck them niggas. That's what I know. That's what I know is fuck them niggas. Uh, some more abortion shit. Um, internal DHS memo warns of threats from extremists on both sides at the row leak. As internal Department of Homeland Security warns. 
I'm sorry, an internal Department of Homeland Security memo warns about the rising threats from abortion rights extremists on both sides after the leak of the Supreme Court draft opinion that will overturn Roe versus Wade. According to a copy of the memo obtained Wednesday by NBC News, Axios was the first to report on the details of the memo. Like how they got to get them niggas they props. Like, yeah, it wasn't really us. Anyway, they really ghostwriters. Anyway, uh, since the draft opinion was published on May 2nd, the National Capital Region Threat Intelligence Consortium. Ooh, that is a mouthful. The National Capital Region Threat Intelligence Consortium has identified at least 25 violent threats on social media that were referred to law enforcement agencies for further investigation, according to the memo from DHS's Office of Intelligence and Analysis. The author also noted several social media accounts that encouraged violence at abortion rights rallies by sharing images and comments of vehicles ramming into lawful protesters. Some of these threats discussed burning down or storming the U.S. Supreme Court and murdering justices and their clerks, members of Congress, and lawful demonstrators. Um, the report, which is unclassified and based on open source reporting, included information gleaning from social media posts and news outlets. The Office of Intelligence and Analysis noted accurately determining which, if any of these threats, will culminate in violence remains a significant challenge. Um, I feel that, um, actually, the, the line between when these motherfuckers are just talking shit and when they're going to do something, it's probably so difficult to really determine. Because most motherfuckers not popping shit, right? 95% of these motherfuckers, 99% of these motherfuckers ain't doing nothing but sharing posts on Facebook. But some of these motherfuckers is really going to do that shit. And it just goes to show how like crazy polarizing a topic this is because <laughs> it's just people who are... Op- like the motivations are coming from such opposite places. Like these one people are coming from this like sanctified position of this is what saves America from burning in hell. And then the other people are like, we just want to be able to have our own. We just want to be able to make our own medical decisions. And we feel like that's like our right that we should be able to do. And so a lot of like the animus you see comes from that conservative side. But then we got some kooks on the left too. We got a couple of them niggas too. I mean, listen, if you be on Reddit, you know. But the thing about it is that our shit, we're just a little bit more like, fuck y'all and what happens to you because you basically deserve it. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to conservatives, I feel like that's what the crazy, because like when you, like that Herman Cain Award shit that they have on Reddit, where it's literally like a whole subreddit of dedicated to conservatives who was talking shit about the vaccine and all this other shit. And then they end up dying from COVID. Like it's all, it's all like a whole subrated dedicated to them. Nigga. Everyone you see is about a dead nigga. You know what I'm saying? And they be laughing and all this other shit. This is what that motherfucker get, whatever. So for me to read a report that says that this is a motherfucker saying we should go cut off Clarence Thomas head and burn down the Supreme Court. I believe they saying that shit. Do I think they're going to do it? No. I think it'd be really hard to cut off a Supreme Court justice's head. I, I believe this is not as simple as just you know what I'm saying? Uh, Grand Theft Auto mission where you got to take out a club boss. I think it's probably a lot harder than that. So I don't even think niggas are going to try, but you know, whatever. Um, the frustrating thing about that is though, that other shit I do think motherfuckers will do, which is driving them fucking cars through crowds of people. 
The reason why I know they'll do it is because, number one, they've already done it. And then since those last protests, all of these different states have made it easier to do it. They're like, oh, if you fear for your life and you kill some protesters in the road and that's on them. Oklahoma being one of those motherfucking states. And just imagine a world where you're some fucking bullshit ass meth out hillbilly and you got cars behind you and protesters in front of you. You plow down the protesters in front of you, go to court and be like, well, I was boxed in and I thought that they were going to get me. I had a I had a Confederate flag on my truck and I thought Black Lives Matter and Antifa were going to murder me. So I had to protect myself and my family. Yeehaw. Get her done. Spits in the spittoon. On some hillbilly shit. Fuck these hillbillies, bro. Because that's what's going to happen. That's, that's, I feel like that's really the more likely of scenarios to go down with all of this. And it's just, wow, this is becoming like one of the biggest topics in America right now. And I'll be honest about this too. It's weird as a man because it don't really affect me like that. Like it kind of does. Like as a man, it will impact you. Like the fact that women can't have abortions will inevitably impact men as well. Um, when you raising kids that you otherwise wouldn't have had to raise. Um, paying child support and you know then you got this baby mama who like fucking your kid up because she didn't want it but whatever Um, but just on a practical day to day level and just you know whatever it's not really about me in any way but it's one of the biggest things in my my country and I care about it because you know in the way that, that you advocate for people because it's the right thing to do oh excuse me but it's not It's not like my fight, but it's like the biggest fight right now. So it's just wild. It's weird for it to even be like that. It's weird to live in a world where this is even a thing. I just, hmm. I wish that shit didn't matter. I wish that we had a better handle on some of this stuff, but we just clearly do not. Um, that's it for fucking depressing ass abortion shit, man. I don't want to talk about that anymore because. There's no real solution to it, and that shit is sad as fuck. So, let's talk about what these motherfuckers is talking about um, in space, bro. Niggas, they, they on this space shit, y'all. I'm not going to cap. How bad these niggas want to go to space kind of bothers me, because why y'all trying to leave us broke people here? Why is Elon Musk and them trying to, you know what I'm saying? I already get kind of questionable. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, the richest motherfuckers on the planet trying to burn Earth down and go leave us for Mars. And that shit just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Mars doesn't even have any water. They're like, well, we got evidence that Mars used to could have had some water. Like, nigga, uh, nigga, Earth surely definitely do have some water. We got the water. Um, America, uh, uh, Earth, I feel like Earth should feel like Viola Davis and Fences. If you haven't seen Fences, you need to watch Fences. Fences is an amazing movie. Basically, Dizelle Washington's character, Troy Maxson, is just dogging the shit out of his wife because he's mad at the white man. So he's like, fuck this bitch. I know I'm trying to get better at the bitch and shit, but I was using that for context because that's how Troy Maxson was acting. You know what I'm saying? Out here in these streets, 
while she over here doing everything for this nigga cooking and cleaning, snot nose crying every time he do something wrong. And they gonna come home talking about he got another baby and she gotta raise the baby for the nigga and shit. Like, boy, fences is wild. And that nigga never appreciated her. And she was always there cooking, cleaning, and snot crying for this nigga. Still over here talking shit to other niggas who trying to downplay him on his funeral because she like, nah, your daddy was 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 a real nigga, basically. Like, boy. That's that's Earth. We got all the resources. We got everything niggas need. We already here. We Viola Davis. Uh, Mars is that greasy bitch that he had the baby with. You know what I'm saying? Ain't got nothing. To, ain't got shit for shit. Ain't got nothing. Ain't got nothing but magic and wonder. You trying to go out here and dance and gallivant with a bitch? Don't even take care of herself. She gonna die. She gonna die. That's Mars. A bitch about to die. And these niggas is trying to leave us like we ain't got the water. Nigga, we got the water. They talking about they could have some water. We got the water. And if you don't even know what's out there. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. So the report comes out. I'm going to play y'all this one. This is going to be one of the since, since we got to redo it. So we y'all better believe we're going to get some audio on this motherfucker since we had to redo this episode. Just because I fucked up and didn't do the audio right. So hold on. Let's see. In the first hearing of its kind in 50 years, defense officials confirmed sightings of unidentified flying objects, or as the military calls them, UAPs. But... We have detected no emanations uh, within the UAP task force that, that is... Uh, that would suggest it's anything non-terrestrial. Officials said there have been no collisions between U.S. aircraft and the objects, but there have been 11 near misses. And have we attempted to communicate with those objects? No. We don't even put out a alert saying, you know, identify yourself. Some of the objects, like the triangles in this video, were later classified as drones. But defense officials said there are sightings they still can't explain. The Defense Department says it is taking reports seriously and that it continues to expand its office that's gathering and analyzing reports of UFOs. It's not about finding alien spacecraft, but about delivering dominant intelligence. Some lawmakers said the sightings could be evidence of secret U.S or foreign technology, but California Congressman Adam Schiff was unsure. There is something there measurable by multiple instruments, and yet it seems to move in directions that are inconsistent with what we know of physics or science. We're going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. After the public hearing, a classified version of the hearing on UFOs continued behind closed doors. In Washington... Of course, behind closed doors, a classified hearing of the whole shit man y'all niggas bro you think you slick you think you slick bro first of all the fact that y'all even had a meeting in front of everybody were you like yeah we we okay so maybe it was like 400 4,000 I, I don't remember if it was, I think it was 4,000 was it 400 or 4,000 something like that sightings of unidentified things and just by military personnel this is one of the things that I think is interesting about the story that they kind of like bury to me they not saying that we got all of these uh, accounts that we've confirmed by one way or another that we believe may be viable or true. They saying this is how many we have found as the military. This is how many the military's found. So we like know that it happened because we have cameras and voice recording conversations and all of that shit. And we know that that's what happened because we was there. Um... That means that this happens more often than that, number one. Number two, 
If y'all are just now coming forward saying this shit happened, is this the reason why my nigga Marine Corps Jimmy is on the corner right now? Because y'all, I have a theory. I have a theory that a lot of these motherfuckers who ex-military who are on the side of the corners right now screaming and hollering about, you know, aliens and shit. Motherfuckers be like, oh, they schizophrenic. Mm, maybe my nigga seen something. Maybe my nigga seen something up there in one of them jets. Came back, tried to tell his commander, like, hey, my nigga, I seen something up there. He like, you ain't seen nothing up there. He like, no, I think I seen something up there for real. It was going against the wind. The wind was going 200 miles an hour. That shit was going against the wind. You know, shit, that, that's not even possible. I don't know what was going on. Commander like, you didn't see anything is what I'm trying to explain to you. You sound crazy, son. He's like, no, I seen it. We got to go tell other people. Next thing you know. My nigga 5150 got grippy socks on, getting filled full of motherfucking tranquilizers and shit like that. They get them all strung out on drugs, right? Release them back into society. Now my nigga start to withdraw. Now he start doing real drugs. My nigga using heroin. Now my nigga got a sign that he done stole off the corner talking about we buy ugly houses on one side, USMC bed on the other side. Marine Corps Jimmy end up on the corner of Kirby and 59. All behind some dry shit. See, y'all don't be thinking it through. Y'all don't be thinking it through. Y'all think that they won't do these things or something like that. But I know they will. I don't believe these niggas won't fuck us over. I know they will. So that's what really must have went down. They trying to hide it. They trying to hide the truth from us, y'all. We got to be willing to find it ourselves sometimes. But no, nah, for real, nigga. And they talk about, oh, we're going to have another secret behind me indoors when we talk about all the aliens we did find. The fuck? What was funny to me is when sometimes if, if you ever watch more footage of like Senate hearings and shit like that, you'll see that these niggas are really not that smart. The motherfuckers who be senators and running the nation, they're just not that smart. My nigga said, you didn't send out a message to them telling them like identify themselves or anything. What's the off chance you think if aliens came to Earth, they speak English? Like... <laughs> What's the off chance you think it is that if you would send out to the aliens, identify yourself, they're going to hit you back and be like, what up, though? <laughs> this your boy, Lil Terry, you know what I'm saying? Coming from the 13th galaxy, pulling up on your boss, you know what I'm saying? What y'all got cracking? <laughs> is that what they thought? I mean, my nigga's like real proper type shit. Maybe it's like, hello, this is... This is Sir Charles from the fourth galaxy. How can I assist you, human? Like, you know, we're humans. We know all. We are all knowing, and that's why we're here. So you cannot reach us, but we can reach you, and we know what you're saying, and we can communicate with you, sir. That's what they think. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think that if you was to encounter some aliens, and you was to like, send out a transmission, and it was to restate shit, I think that it would just alert them that you had capabilities that were like potentially dangerous to them. And I think they would kill you just like that. I think it would be over for you. I think aliens would kill us. That's why I'm not fucking with aliens. Y'all keep y'all white people, bro. Y'all love space so much. You want to go to space and be in space and bring space here. What the fuck? No. Have you never seen a movie before? They will kill us all. They will kill us all, bro. We won't even know what happened. We'll just be dead. Look, look at this shit. Look, NASA researchers want to send new human in images into space to start a conversation with aliens. To start a conversation with aliens? 
First of all, why do y'all keep thinking that they could talk back to you? Y'all niggas can't start a conversation with a Mexican and y'all trying to start conversations with a motherfucking alien. The researchers from the NASA Jet Pro, uh, Propolition, Pro, Propulsion. Whoa, nigga. Whoa, I said Propolition. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. Researchers from the NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory and 11 scholars from an array of other institutions want to start a conversation with extraterrestrial life. Their group of researchers crafted a scientific proposal, a beacon in the galaxy, to communicate with aliens through radio transmitted messages that include scientific notions that introduce characteristics of humanity to outer space. Researchers have proposed a plan to send encrypted messages into space towards what scientists believe to be the most likely area in the Milky Way containing intelligent life. The binary coded messages included a timestamp, location print, and a map of Earth and an illustration of our solar system, demonstrated mathematical operations, a visual representation of DNA, multiple helix structure, a hydrogen atom, and digitized images of two nude human bodies, one male and one female. If you haven't seen the, um, bro, not, so, okay, I'm going to pull the picture up for the, um, for those of y'all actually watching the video. Check this shit out. Okay. So if you look at the picture, it says on the left, it has objects falling downwards for direction. I guess that's like to show them niggas that we got gravity. And then it's got like on the right, it's got the little double helix because it's supposed to like show them DNA structure. And then it's got a naked man and a naked woman who are clearly white. I'm not going to lie. They made it very obvious that the naked man and woman were white. Um, The man ain't got no dick. I don't really understand how you wouldn't make the, the sexual anatomies of the man and woman more pronounced. If you was trying to prove that they was man and woman. But I mean, you know, once again, I'm of the belief that if some aliens see these little doodles, they're not going to be like, oh, hell yeah. Those is niggas. We can go talk to them. They probably speak English. Like, what are they going to think? What is this going to mean to an alien, bro? I just don't feel like this makes any sense. I feel like this is stupid and a waste of money. And I don't want to know how much money. I don't even want to know how much money it costs. I know it don't say. Let's see. China, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they're not going to tell you how much money they spend in to send these little shitty digital images to motherfucking space them shits ain't even worth it just about to be talking about bro these niggas got money for everything except something that makes some motherfucking sense they ready to burn the whole earth down and let climate change take us all to hell instead of just goddamn uh you know goddamn goddamn they (laughs) fuck Instead of just taking care of the motherfucking earth we got. Ugh. Y'all don't even want to take care of the earth we got. Y'all just want to let this whole motherfucker shrivel up and fall the fucking part. And then what? <laughs> Shit. I don't know, man. These motherfuckers are stupid. I hate I hate conservatives, bro. Every story, I didn't even realize every story so far that we done done has more or less been about these weak-ass motherfucking conservatives. And the next one is no motherfucking difference. This one comes to you out of Virginia in our U.S. news shit with some crazy-ass motherfucking shit that I ain't never think I would see. This lady, the, the, it's the fight over CRT, y'all. Critical race theory is damaging these children in a way that 
they cannot come back from. And I think it's time that we take a stand. That's what she's saying. That's what she's saying, goofy ass. All right, listen, watch. I'm I'm playing for y'all player pimps so y'all can see exactly what I'm talking about because uh, this shit, this shit here, brazy. Freedom Senior Council. All right, so Melissa, your your son is uh, the father's black, you're white, and he'd never mentioned issues with race before. You're saying what exactly changed? Right, we didn't have issues before. He's in eighth grade. They introduced this critical um, program, and now he's having racial issues that what, was not there before. What kind of racial issues is he having? Well, he's seen himself just as a black man. He's seen things that don't go his way as racism. Um, and he's finding safety in numbers now. Safety in so numbers. So when you're saying he gets a bad grade yeah, at school, he friends. blames racism or a girl rejects yes. him on a date. Racism. Are those the kind of things you're seeing? Yes. I ask him to clean the house. Racism. Yes. <laughs> You're kidding, right? Are you serious? So you concerned for no, your son? No, I'm but serious. You're here they have totally changed his perspective. They have put him in a box. So you're put saying a box, a he box. doesn't want to do his chores because that's racist? He's using it as an excuse because they've told him that that's how people see him is as a black man that the world is against and shows it as a negative now. All right, so, Counselor, you're going to litigate this because, obviously, this is brainwashing and it's having a deleterious effect on this on this young man's brain. Is this... I don't even think there's any need to watch any more of this, my nigga. Like, what do these people be talking about? She's so... I got homies who got... I don't actually have any homies who grew up with just a white mama. Like, all the homies who I grew up with that was mixed like all my homies i know kids who did but all my friends who had a white mom had their black dad at home too you know what i'm saying i never seen a white lady just raise a little black boy on her own i'm saying that to say i can imagine that it's extremely difficult like not not on no hating shit not on no being funny shit I genuinely i can imagine it is very difficult in america to be a white woman raising a young black boy gotta be hard as fuck there's literally no way it's not. Um, and it's got to be hard to be her son, too. Because it's like I've had, I've said before that even when I, even though when I was younger, like I've had relationships with white women before and like whatever, whatever that, like as an adult, I don't necessarily think that I would pursue a white woman for a serious relationship you know what I'm saying? Like moving forward only because in America, it's just so much nuance to being black. And I kind of just would prefer to be with somebody who I don't have to explain that to. You know what I'm saying? That's just kind of, that's something that I don't want to have to do all the time. I don't want to have to always, I don't want to have to feel like when some black shit, some shit happened to me and I feel like it's because I'm black. I don't want to have to wonder whether or not when I bring that to you, you're going to think I'm overreacting or you're going to be like, you always feel that way or you know what I'm saying? Like I, I wouldn't want to be with someone who had to question that. And for that to be your mom, it's got to be tough. It's got to be even tougher if she's on Fox News talking about my son got brainwashed by school because they told him he was black, which you should have told him. This was your job. You got this little nigga running around in high school before he found out he was black. That's your fault. He done got to high school and they was there. First of all, can you imagine the classroom? They sitting there in the class. 
what I'm saying? They learning about, I don't know what the fuck they was learning about. Who knows what they was really talking about? And the subject comes up, you know what I'm saying, that they're probably talking about history. Who the fuck knows? They're like, but if you mix, basically you black. And he's like, black? What's black? Like you guys, like Negroes? And they're like, yeah, you one of us, bro. He's like, no, 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 no. I live with my mom. She's white. My grandparents, white. I have this whole white family. And they were like, my brother, look down. He looked down. He open hand looks at his palms. One of his friends, classmates, gently reaches over, grabs his hand, and turns it over. And shows him the black side of his hand. Gasp! <gasps> He's like, what the fuck is this? They like, that's your skin, my brother. You black. Of course my nigga went home to his mom and went off. Like, you had me over here thinking I was a chet this whole time. I've been tucking in my motherfucker. I've been wearing dockers to class and all this other shit. And you telling me that I'm black? This is ridiculousness. That's why I feel like I had to go down. That's how she acting. Like, my nigga came home in a fit and fury. Like I can't believe your crack ass let me think that I was white. And I'm black. Black. This whole time. She said, no, really, dog. She said safety in numbers, bro. So he found some black friend. He ain't never had black friends before. And now it's, it, it, it's just, it's just crazy to me. And first of all, I think she's lying. Like, not, I know it's not first of all, because I've already said a lot of things. But a main point here is that I absolutely do not believe her. I don't believe that her son is walking around talking about, oh, you want me to clean my room? It's because I'm black. I don't think that her son is that fucking stupid. And if he is, it's her fault. He, he, if your son is that damn dumb and he done got that old and he ain't slow, it's on you. The fuck? Got this little nigga talking about, oh, oh yeah, if he doesn't get a date, it's racist. She's like, haha, yeah, that's exactly how he is. Um, that's that's why he fucking don't like you. That's why you think that he's critical race uh, uh, theory and why he thinks that you're fucking uh, MAGA mom. Like, what the fuck? Talking about, yeah, he does. Ha, 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 ha. That's probably the, the energy that she has at home with that nigga. And that's why he be acting like that. Because she's like, oh, you think everything's because you're black. He's like, damn, nigga. I, whatever. I couldn't imagine. I cannot imagine that being my mom. I couldn't imagine. Can you imagine? Can you think about where his dad is right now? I read something that the, the, the mom and dad not together. So this nigga is over here like, bro. As a nigga with two baby mamas, I can say that when your baby mamas do shit, even when you're not with them no more, it still be feeling like a reflection of you, bro. Like when your baby mamas do goofy shit, you be like, why do you have to be like this? My baby mamas ain't never done no stupid shit like this before, bro. I wouldn't even be able to fucking handle it. There's no way. There's no way I could even fathom dealing with that shit. It's, bro. Throw the whole baby mama away, bro. Throw the whole Virginia away. And they suing the school. I got nothing else for that. I really don't. Um, let's see. On to Texas news. What's going on in Texas, man? We've been talking about these about these crazy-ass motherfuckers. Uh, you know, this is where we would have some kind of... Oh, I feel like the Texas shit should be like... Horse like, throw, 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 throw. 
like you know what I'm saying the the pot and then the yeehaw and Kaylee said on Twitter that she feels like I should do the yeehaw like they should give me and I'm down to provide the sound bite of me doing it but I still would like it put together in a more organized and nice fashion and just straight out me yelling yeehaw you know what I'm saying I'll be the voice of the yeehaw though that'd be cool you know what I'm saying sample my shit <laughs> um let's see Texas news um fentanyl strips are fentanyl test strips are illegal in Texas and is getting national attention National harm reduction groups are turning their attention to Texas as news about the breaths, bread, about breadth. I don't know what that means. Of our state's overdose problem has gained headline, has grabbed headlines. Do, do y'all know that word? Bread if B R E A D T H. Never in my life have I. I ain't even gonna cap it, y'all. We gotta see if that's a typo, or if we just. Breadth, the distance or measurement from side to side or something. Wide range or extent. Okay, that's a word. But you know what I'm about to do? This is what I used to do all the time in English. It used to help me out. I'll find out what a word means. And if it's a hard word for me to say, I'll replace it. So let's run that bitch back. National harm reduction groups are turning their attention to Texas as news about the extent of our state's overdose problem has grabbed headlines. <laughs> On Tuesday, the National Harm Reduction Coalition posted an article done in conjunction with the State of Reform, a group that hosts conferences around the country surrounding the health and policy and political reform, addressing the fact that fentanyl testing strips are still illegal in Texas despite the jumping overdoses and overdose deaths. Um... Fentanyl testing strips can be used to test drugs, powders, pills for the presence of fentanyl, which is often more potent than the other drugs and can be fatal. The strips allow people to take extra steps to protect themselves or not take the drugs altogether. But under the Texas Controlled Substance Act, drug testing equipment is classified as drug paraphernalia, which makes it illegal for people to recreationally test. Despite that, some groups are still shipping the test to Texas and they're readily available on sites like Amazon. Uh, in a national report, state of reform specifically pointed to Travis County in a recent medical examiner's report, which found that in 2021, drug overdoses were the leading cause of accidental deaths. Um, Republicans don't fuck with harm reduction. Conservatives don't fuck with harm reduction at all because they don't. Harm reduction is is uh, a, is the is basically the same thing as like access to safe abortions and, and contraceptives. Like it's all like basically harm reduction. It's, it's, the point is you can't get people to stop doing something. So let's try and give them a way to do things safer. Um, you're not going to get drug addicts to just stop doing drugs. So like, unless your philosophy is, well, if you do heroin and they put fentanyl in your heroin, you deserve to die because you were doing heroin. Then it doesn't really make any sense for fentanyl strips to be illegal. But then when you think about the approach that these motherfuckers have on stuff, you then know that's why fentanyl strips are illegal here. And it's crazy with that because these are white people. You would usually think that in a situation like this, well, not usually you would think, but usually the way it works is in a situation like this, if it's white people that's being impacted by it, the reaction is a little bit different. You tend to have motherfuckers a little bit more willing to provide resources and assistance. But in this case, that was just not it. They say, fuck that. Let them die. 
that's wild to me. Texas always in the news for some shit it don't want to be in the news for or shouldn't want to be in the news for. And that's the craziest thing. Texas don't even mind being in the news for this shit. It's like, oh, whatever, nigga. We want to be known as the place that, you know, we're not li- we're not liberal-ass California where you can just smoke crack on the sidewalks. Not here in Texas. You walk down the sidewalks in Texas, you know what niggas be doing? Smoking crack. Smoking crack. Texas got everything it say it don't got. Everything it says that it's protecting against and not doing Texas got a bunch of it. So just know. These niggas is hypocrites at fucking best. Um, what else Texas got going on? Oh, this a this a real nice one. I like this story. Um, by like this story, I mean uh this is an interesting little story. I'ma just play it for you. I'm not even gonna give you no no headway into this one. We just gonna go ahead and get straight to it. Carissa Nash was home when this happened at her door. It was terrifying. A neighborhood boy angrily knocking and lashing a whip at her door. When I look on the doorbell camera, I can see, you know, he actually has a whip. So I just, you know, swing the door open. I'm like, you know, what's going on? You know, you need to leave. The family says this started Thursday after school when their daughter and the neighborhood boy were walking. My mama would have opened that door and took that whip from that boy and she would have hit him with it. Like I feel like she would have hit that little boy with the whip. My mama is not even, bruh. Okay, let me. Fucking back home. This one particular kid was hitting um, the girls with the skateboard and uh, she retaliated and hit him back. Um, one of the other kids pushed him in some water, like pushed him um, from behind. Um, he fell into some, a puddle of water. When he got up, the first person he seen was our daughter. So he assumed that she did it. They also claim this scratch on the car was also from the whip. It's a deep scratch and not something that you could fill in or buff away. When Desaria Nash walked over to confront the boy's dad about this. As soon as he opens the door, I see that he has a weapon behind his back and he's leaning up against the uh, doorway. He tries to show the neighbor what happened, but told him to get away. After the discussion got heated, Nash says the neighbor fired off a shot. His daughter was standing behind him in the doorway. She could have easily been hit by the bullet. My wife could have been hit. I could have been hit. Nash says then the cops arrived. Late Saturday, the Kaufman County Constable Precinct 2 confirms the CBS 11 News that neighbor was charged with deadly conduct because of reckless discharge of a firearm. And the man has since bonded out of jail. The- of course, he bonded out. Of course, the craziest thing about that to me is that these niggas still got to live next door to that motherfucker, bro. Like, he ain't going nowhere. Um, it's, first of all, you don't, think about the house that this little white boy live in. That when he got into a little neighborhood scuffle with some of the neighborhood kids, his immediately thought was, I'm going to go home and get my whip. I'm going to go home and get my whip. And I'm about to show you niggers. You know that's what my man... Bro, what? Man runs home, goes to the uh, Mark Furman Nazi Hall of Fame Museum or whatever the fuck they got inside that house. Because if you got a whip in your house, it ain't just... Or... Okay, so look, my first opinion on this was that he went and got that whip from his family's collection of racist memorabilia. Because I'm also thinking, if you got a whip, I know you got 13 Confederate flags. I know you got a noose. I know you probably, you know what I'm saying? You probably got all kinds of 
antique slave equipment. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what they used to use to hold. These are some real shackles from off one of the boats. You know what I'm saying? But maybe they just nasty. Maybe little Billy went and got that whip that Billy Daddy be using on his mama. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to go with my first thing. They ain't nasty. They racist hillbillies. Fuck them. Um, but then when the dad goes to confront the dad of the girl, you know what I'm saying, goes to confront the white dad, he walks, so he's standing at the door and he got the Thule right behind him. So he's literally waiting for this. Like this is what he, this is the moment he waiting for. He was ready to do this shit. And it's, it's my firm belief that if that man takes a step too close or that, I feel like the only reason why he not dead is because that white man didn't think that he had quite done enough to justify it. But that's all he was hoping. Like if he come at me just a little bit too aggressive or anything like that, I'm going to kill him right here in front of his wife. That's the whole reason why he got that motherfucking pistol. So you know the energy that he come at with in that house. And he looked drunk as shit. And then he's all, he's fucking Cheddar Bob anyway. Goddamn, y'all remember on Amon when Cheddar Bob shot himself? That's this goofy ass nigga. Got Cheddar Bob living next to you. He trying to grab his gun to scare you and he done almost shot his own motherfucking daughter. The fuck? And they gonna give him some light ass slap on the wrist charge. They gave him deadly conduct. And he over here looking like, bro, let me show y'all this man motherfucking mugshot real fast. I gotta show y'all this man mugshot. Look at this nigga. Do you see this nigga, bro? It's no way that Brian Cheddar Bob Brunson is about to get, bruh. He's obviously a, he's obviously a drunk. I can't fuck with this nigga, bro. He's obviously a drunk ass hillbilly. And now this nigga got to live right next to me. Hell no, bruh. There's no motherfucking way. How am I supposed to feel safe? How am my daughter supposed to feel safe? And we got your crazy ass living across the street. Like, at the end of the day, you know what's going to happen is that the black family is going to be the ones that's going to more than likely have to move because they're not taking it. They're not going to take this shit seriously like they need to. And one of the reasons why they know they're not is because out of all the shit that you didn't see them say on this, you ain't seen not one reporter, nobody calling CPS. And can you give me a quality reason why you would not call CPS in a situation like this? Like, why would you not call Child Protective Services when a motherfucker just walked out his house stumbling drunk with a gun to confront his neighbor because some shit his son did, and then he almost shot his daughter? You don't think CPS needs to get called about that? But let them find a little bit of weed in your house. They be trying to take your fucking kids, bro. That's what I be talking about. These And, and again, the pro-life people don't give a fuck. The pro-life people ain't worried about that little girl getting shot by her motherfucking daddy. Whatever, man. That shit just trash. When I seen that shit, I'm like, bro, that is motherfucking trash. It's no way. Little baby Billy Bob Cheddar Bob Jr. better be glad. Boy, you come to my house with one of that shit one of my daughters, bro. I'll be done kicked your ass in the chest, bro. I'd have opened that door and kicked that little white boy so hard. I don't give a fuck. It ain't child abuse. He ain't my child. This battery, this assault. This is assault on a minor, maybe. I'll take that. I'm over here pleading my case, bro. This little nigga run. And you on my ring doorbell, bro. You about to be... You about to be a world record child punt, nigga. I'm about to hiyukin. Nigga, you get Anyway. That's all I got for this, man. We're going to take another quick break. And we're going to be right back with some more of your favorite motherfucking podcast. <laughs> Thank you. 
What's going down? Welcome back. I know it was a short break for y'all, but it was a long break for me. You know what I'm saying? I had the... It's Thursday. Thursday is my full day with Blaze. And man, one-year-old Blaze is fucking wearing me out, bruh. She took a halfway nap and then woke up irritated as shit. So she's fussy all day while I'm trying to get a little shit done. And I finally get her to take another nap. Then she wakes up in a better mood. So then we're just chilling or whatever while I'm cooking. But now she's like wide awake because she took two naps. It's midnight. She's still awake right fucking now. Um, But whatever. Ain't shit we can do about that. So we back at it. You know what I'm saying? She, she going to be in there. Hopefully she don't make no noise. We can get it cracking. Because we back with some nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? The urban news segment of the Fuck This Shit podcast. Um, first story comes out of, uh, Buffalo, New York. It's not a mass shooting though. Thank God. Right. Uh, footage has emerged of the apparent attack on Freddie Gibbs Saturday in Buffalo ahead of his scheduled performance in the city. Freddie Gibbs reportedly got into an altercation in Buffalo at the weekend and was over the weekend and was rumored to have had his chain snatched during the fight. As all hip hop reported, whispers of an alleged beatdown began at the weekend. Which, over the weekend, oh my God, why does it keep saying, it says at the weekend, y'all, that's ridiculous, began over the weekend, which was confirmed after Freddie Gibbs came out and spoke on the attack. He indicated about 20 people were involved and now footage has emerged of the alleged beatdown. Furthermore, DJ Academics claims to have confirmation of the rapper's chain, that the rapper's chain was taken during the altercation, got confirmation that Freddie Gibbs' chain is currently on the Greasy Neck Tour. Tour dates coming soon. He tweeted on Monday evening. It's going hood to hood, block to block, city to city. He also shared a video of the fight which reportedly took place at the Dinosaur Barbecue in Buffalo on Saturday. Freddie Gibbs got some straightening. He wrote video of him getting the earth, wind, and fire out of him. <laughs> uh, Freddie Gibbs cared a comment. He questioned. Um, so if you don't know shit about this, Freddie Gibbs and fucking... Uh, and DJ Academics got big beef. Uh, Freddie Gibbs be saying he gonna beat that nigga up. He gonna shoot that nigga. All kinds of other shit. I, I don't like academics at all, honestly. And Freddie Gibbs is a nigga's nigga. Um, and they were saying it was like maybe Benny the Butcher or whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. The main reason why I wanted to talk to y'all about this is so I could play y'all the video. Because I was like, boy, this shit is wild. He really got mopped up. So, uh... You know what I'm saying? Sorry if you just listening to the audio of this because the, the audio, you're going to hear a nigga getting his ass whooped. But it really was 20 of them niggas, bro. And I'm 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 definitely one of the motherfuckers who's like, if it took 20 of your homies to whoop my ass, did you even really whoop my ass? Like, now I really kind of some hoes for that. But uh, let's see. Yep, mop, mop. Freddy's in the green. Yeah, see, TMZ always going to give you that arrow. And it's, yeah, literally, look at all these people. It's like niggas is throwing chairs. If you watch the boondocks, you know what go down when a nigga throw a chair. Once a nigga throw a chair, that's when it start cracking. They throwing, they throwing plates. Niggas is... This is what they did to that nigga. Uh, this would have looked like uh, behind the set of that Chappelle shit, where that nigga tried to tried to tackle Dave Chappelle. This how they did that nigga back there. Uh, 
This look like one of the memes where it's like, where like all the niggas beating that nigga ass is like all his different bills and shit. And like Freddie Gibbs is the paycheck. They whooping this nigga ass. They said they stole his chain, but you can see his chain. And then they ran off and then get in the car. It's like, that's some bitch ass shit, bro. Scary ass niggas. If they wasn't in New York, that would have went different, bro. Because niggas could have guns and shit in other places. And you can't really have guns like that in New York. So niggas be kind of chilling. Um, like, not chilling, obviously. Niggas get shot every day out there. Um, oh, damn, I forgot. Yeah, see, look, they got new features. I forgot I was supposed to put the ticker up. Y'all don't know if you ain't watching a motherfucking video. It don't matter, though. I'm getting paid either way. I ain't your own trip. Uh, no, nah, but uh, real talk, uh, yeah, bro, that was they say that he got the they say that they um, they were saying that they took his chain, but I didn't, but he had his chain on at the end of the video, so like they clearly didn't take that nigga's chain. Ag is just a hater because Freddie, this is why I say Freddie Gibbs is a nigga's nigga because first of all, he goes to the show, he goes to the show afterwards. Which I mean, you know, if we calling all of this, if we not calling all of this stupid, then, you know, we can at least take the time to give my man props for the fact that I mean, shit, you ain't let that shit hold you back from getting your bread. But let me show you what my nigga look like. Oh, shit. My nigga lumped up. Yeah, you see that eye? That nigga look, uh. I don't even know what my nigga look like. He looked kind of like Will Smith on Hitch. He looked kind of like a... He looked like a pumpkin kind of because of all of the grooves. My nigga look... I don't even know how he's seeing out there. I know that man out there legally blind. <laughs> but hey, my nigga went out there and performed and he got the chain on in this video as well. I don't see the rabbit though. But you know what I'm saying? My nigga responded with his own video. I'm going to show y'all the video. Pull up on Twitter real quick. <laughs> hey, it's funny, but it's funny, but my nigga really for real though. My nigga definitely looked like uh, one of them women on a Lifetime movie in that motherfucker. He he got on the glasses like a nigga who definitely got his ass beat, bro. My nigga is looking like Halle Berry in all of her movies. He looking like, uh, yeah, he looking like he in a in a in a Tyler Perry movie and trying to pretend like niggas don't know what's going on before he finds his light skinned king to treat him right. Now my nigga got fucked up. I will say this though. It's kind of stupid for two millionaires to be beefing like that. Like, him and Benny the Butcher are rich as fuck. Him and Ack are both rich as fuck. Like, I'm just saying, like, not me. Give me that much money and see if I got beef with anybody, bro. I won't have beef with nobody, my nigga. You give me $1 million, you can literally walk up to me and my mama, call her a dirty-ass bitch, and you know what I'm going to say? Nothing. Me and her going to go buy some shit. We're not even going to acknowledge your broke ass. Why would we? We rich. We fucking rich. You can never disrespect me because you're broke. Like, you could try and disrespect me, but you're broke. So it's like, the disrespect doesn't matter to me because you broke as fuck. You feel me? And I'm rich. I'm rich, nigga. That cushion I was talking about earlier, we got the cushion. 
You see what I'm saying? Or I don't know. That might have been. I might not even have told y'all about the cushion. That might have been. I didn't. That's part of y'all don't know about the cushion. That's some shit I was talking about in the episode that I had to re-record because the nigga fucked up and didn't have the sound working right. Nigga, ugh. Anyway, it don't matter. That's all I got to say about that, bro. Two niggas want to sit up there and still fight each other like y'all ain't got too much money to be caring about that shit. Then go the fuck ahead. Who, who am I to judge? Um, I went to some other niggas in another niggerish place. Uh, Waffle House gets a new cook. And apparently, uh, I will read y'all the story, but boy, this article is trash. Um, so I'm going to just tell you what happened. Shawty pull up to the, to the Waffle House. You know what I'm saying? Late night, probably left the club, hungry. When they pull up outside, say the cook done quit. Now, this this one of the funny things to me is that Waffle House is one of them places, too, where you know when you walk into a Waffle House, some of the hoodest shit ever could, could easily happen to you while you there. Personally, I've never been in a Waffle House sober. I've literally never stepped foot in a Waffle House sober. I don't even know. Every time I've been to Waffle House, I've been belligerently drunk. And it was just like, there to save me from the abyss. And if I walked into a Waffle House and the cook wasn't there, I don't know if I would have had the ingenuity or the forethought, the wherewithal to get back behind there. But this just show you, this is why I love my people because my people really don't let anything hold them back, y'all. I'm about to play y'all the video. Check it out. <laughs> Not juicy waffle. <laughs> the funniest thing to me about that, you talk about that big juicy waffle. You know you a hungry motherfucker. You talk about a juicy waffle, nigga. Waffles is not juicy, my nigga. Waffles is like waffles. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Don't let me. They bread, my nigga. Like even once you put, I guess they could be kind of when you put the syrup on it with your fat ass. Shawty name is Ashley the MC. You can find her on Instagram. I ain't listened to her music or nothing like that, but maybe you might want to because she was cooking the fuck out that bacon. That's what I know. And she got her a nigga that ride for her. I don't know if that was just her homie or her dude, maybe her brother or something, but they was back there chefing it up. What I will tell you is let it have been me. I would have definitely had to come up on that motherfucker because we would have been running that Waffle House because you know they got home. She over there posting, talking about uh, got and, and got this on the house. They said got this on the highs. But that's on the house. That's for free. I don't know if the H-I-S-E fucked up the Caucasians in the, in the chat. You feel what I'm saying? But, um, yeah. I don't know. if, I, But if it was me, we'd have been in that motherfucker psh, talking about, oh, oh, we got all you can eat waffles for $25 right now. We got a $25 special all you can eat waffles. Oh, would you like to add bacon to your all you can eat waffles? $5 for some bacon on that motherfucker. Cash only. We got a cash only special in this motherfucker. We'll we'll send you home with the raw bacon. We selling the we selling the produce out the freezer if it's me, my nigga. I'm about to be on the news. They're gonna be like, local local Negro defrauds Waffle House when the last working when the last employee walks out. Let me shit, fuck it. You leaving your shit wide open, anything can happen, B. 
Now, that's what Waffle House get for not paying their employees. They lucky Ashley the MC is who pulled up, and it wasn't Dre Dre the podcaster. Because if I would have pulled up to that motherfucker, they would have came back to nothing. It would have looked like something flash robbed them niggas. I'd have been like, oops, oops, the fuck? And I would have been drunk. Y'all know how I get when I get drunk. I get silly when I get drunk. I would have been out there, y'all. I would have really been wilding. Um, so, yeah, that's Ashley the MC and her Waffle House shit. Um, what else we got here for some nigga shit? Cause you know, I got some more for y'all. I ain't done. I got some more. This is really all, this is, this is us, by the way. This isn't really nigga shit. This is like the, the polar opposite of white people do this, where I bring on stories where as soon as I read the headline, I was like, fuck, those were niggas. Um, and this one applies. Uh, I will go right into the story. I will just let them tell you what happened. I won't even give you an intro to this one. See, this is an ally right here. I'm going to tell y'all why. Y'all, see, this is how they do. This is how these little corporations and shit do a little. This is how they do, y'all. This is how they do us. They see how quick they was ready to distance themselves from my homegirl, Shay. All she did was stand up for herself. You seen the white man who was there. I feel like it was very clear that that white man who was there felt like the nigga who got shot at was pressing that one. He was like, he was making faces all at her. And da 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 He's like, he, he been fucking with her. And see, that's how you know just depending on where you at. You know what I'm saying? Some people in some areas of the world, you know what I'm saying? They be feeling like, you know, they in Miami, they in Florida. You know, Florida man, Florida man is with the shits. Now that man said, fuck around and find out. That's how he felt about the whole situation. They was fucking with that girl and they got to find out that she was really with the shits. That's all that happened. That's all that happened. Can you imagine how angry you got to be at a motherfucker for him to be fucking with you at your job? And when he, when he drive off, you don't just let it go. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what 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 would all of us have done? And you know, we all think we gangsters. We all be like, oh, I'm crazy. Niggas don't want to fuck with me. Duh, 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 duh. But if a nigga threw mayonnaise on me at my job and drove off, I would just be pissed off and talk about it to everybody. I'll go to my coworkers. Oh, I'll, I'll slap that bitch up if you come back in this motherfucker. Nigga, whenever customers do anything fucked up to anybody at their job, the most you might do is like say some shit to them. 
But you ain't about to put your hands on nobody while you at your job really like that. I ain't saying nobody ever has and there's nothing that could ever happen to make you do it. But I'm saying 95% of the time, you 30 and up, you over 30 years old. You got a job that pay all your bills. Like you actually making enough money at your job. And somebody do some fuck shit, you not likely to actually lose your job behind it. This bitch said, I'm ready to lose my freedom behind it. I don't give a fuck. I'm tired of you niggas trying me. Shawty went to the car, got the blicky, and blasted off on my nigga. But you know that he even thought he was wrong. All I'm saying in this situation is the police seem to be the only people who think that she did wrong. The white man who witnessed it was clearly in her corner. Her auntie was in her corner. And the nigga who got shot at didn't even come forward to police because he knew he was out of pocket to begin with. Free my nigga Shay. Free Shay, bro. She don't deserve this. She don't deserve to be treated this way. That's all I'm saying. She stood up for all of us. She did what all of us are too scared to do. We don't have the courage to do. Stand up for ourselves and our dignity while we on the clock. That motherfucker had no business throwing mayonnaise on her. She had been delivering quality customer service all day. Probably had that timer up there that they got at Burger King. Clicking that bitch all fast and shit. You know what I'm saying? Talking about next, next. Oh, no, your food is ready. What did you order? Let's get this sandwich out. Let's get these fries out hot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, those too salty. I apologize, man. Let me get you a whole new batch on us. You know what I'm saying? She was out there doing her thing. I know she was. And then here come this motherfucker throwing mayonnaise and shit, bothering people at their job. It's too hot for that. It's too hot outside for that. You should have done that shit in the wintertime. It's too hot outside for that. And y'all seen the pictures. If y'all watching the video, you seen the pictures of her. She looked like a little skinny lesbian Kodak Black. So... She really looked like she not to be fucked with. So free my nigga. And even if you don't free my nigga, y'all, y'all in there, y'all show my girl the love she deserves. Y'all better be in that motherfucker treating her like a motherfucking queen or king or whatever she prefers to be referred to as because she is a real nigga as far as I'm concerned. So y'all give it up for my girl Shay. God damn it. Shit. Sometimes yeah, it was some nigga shit, but, but shit, the nigga deserved what happened to him. That's all I got to say. Um, Shit, we got one more. We got one more thing before we get out of here, y'all. And we actually got a Dale Jackson Award winner this week. I guarantee you we won't have one every week. And this one, I ain't going to cap at you. It's a little bit of a stretch. This week's Dale Jackson Award winner, I really just wanted to give one out. And also, I really wanted to talk about this story because they tried to play my little nigga Quincy, bro. Quincy is the little mix boy with the Republican lineup that you're about to see in the video. And we're going to get, we're going to talk about Quincy's mom and why she has his hair looking like that in a moment, because that is cause for concern for me. And I might call CPS behind that because why is she taking my nigga to sport clips to get his hair lined up? Why does my nigga not have no, but, but whatever, you know what I'm saying? We're not even going to, we're not going to go there yet. We're going to start that. We just going to go to the story. I'm going to let y'all see how they tried to stall my nigga out and how, you know, a white woman had to save the day. And I got an extra uh, a additional theory that I'm going to give y'all after the video that might strengthen the case for the Dale Jackson Award. You know what I'm saying? So hold on. We're going we gonna, we gonna to play this shit right now.
Kids are so dramatic. It's, I'm going to tell y'all why I said that. Yeah, Max's mom, that's all we need to call her. All right, y'all. So, here's why Max's mom gets the Dale Jackson Award. Number one, because she did save my nigga Quincy. My nigga Quincy was asked out. Got dropped off by a bitch nigga bus driver, which we could use this as a moment to talk about the worldwide short or the nationwide shortage on teachers and school personnel and staff. But I don't care about that because I'm going to go back into teaching in the fall and I'm probably going to get a little sign on bonus just because niggas don't want to do it. So whatever. One man's trash is another man's trash. I'm going to just take the come up and call it a day. Anyway. Also, not that I don't care about it. It's just like, you know, what, we gonna, what, what else is there to say? Niggas don't want to work there, so they quitting. So now they got these irresponsible ass niggas. They trying to get anybody who could pass a piss test to, to drive these buses. And Max is too motherfucking old. Or not Max. Quincy is too old for a bus driver to think that he don't know where he lives. Like, that's 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 first and foremost. If it was my kid. The next day, if it was me, if that was me the next day, my mama would have been at the bus stop with me. That but my mom might not even have called the school and told him what happened. She might have went straight to the bus driver with that. He might have had to run a fade. If it was me, the bus driver would have to run my fade. If it was Blaze, and Blaze got dropped off at somebody else's house, and somebody else's parent had to call me, like, I don't know why your kid is at my door type shit. Oh, yeah. The bus driver, the principal, the teachers, everybody who work at the school is running my fade. Actually, I'm coming there like Rambo. I'm fighting everybody. They about to be like, oh my God, nigga, it's a mass fighting because I ain't about to shoot nobody, but I'm about to be coming in there punching niggas. I'm just about to be. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't playing with these niggas, bro. Not not behind my kids. I'm not. And Max's mom or, or Quincy mom shit neither. God damn it. Um, but the reason why, another reason why I gave Max's mom the Dale Jackson Award is because you see at the end. The school made sure to be like, yeah, we fired that motherfucker, but just so y'all are clear, he got dropped off to the address that we had on file. Now, there's two plausibilities there. Maybe they used to live over there, and that's the whole reason why him and Max are friends, and that's why they're close or whatever. But also, this other option strengthens Max's mom's case for the Dale Jackson Award, so I'm going to go with this. I'm thinking they was using Max's mom's Addy so that Quincy could go to school over there. You know what I'm saying? And maybe the bus driver just knew, you know what I'm saying, what was really going on. You know, sometimes these zones, you could be two blocks away and not even be in the same district no more. Maybe they moved close by, thought they'd be in the same thing. It was like, oh, it won't be a problem. He, he just get dropped off over here. 
Max's mom held him down and was like, nah, yeah, I'm saying, just use my address. Don't even worry about it. We're going to keep them together. But that's another reason why I'm strengthening her case because potentially she may have been helping some slightly fraudulent activity. And because I grew up in the 90s and, you know, our parents used to be all about some slightly fraudulent activities. I, I fucks with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. How many of y'all was either... How many, if y'all got, if you got more than three siblings, more than two siblings your age, I know for a fact one of y'all was getting claimed on one of y'all auntie's taxes. Like if it was four of y'all, oh, that fourth kid was getting claimed on somebody else's taxes, guaranteed. Like we we was about that. We come from the era where niggas was really on that shit, bro. So yeah, that's that's why she got the Dale Jackson where she held my nigga Quincy down, bro. That's fucked up, but. Back to what I was saying to begin with, who doesn't get the Dale Jackson Award, who gets the, she got my nigga out here looking like, uh, like Ben Carson or something like that. Like one of these, no, bro. Why does she got Quincy looking like that? Why is Quincy's lineup the way it is? That is unacceptable, bro. My nigga shit look melted on. That's not cool. He looks really, 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 really tragic right now. My nigga is going outside. He does not deserve that. Quincy's mom needs to get it the fuck together. I don't know where Quincy's dad is or Quincy's dad could take him to the, the barbershop, but I know other people will have seen that story and be like, oh, this is a heartwarming story, and I did too. And, and oh, in the video, I was talking about how he's dramatic. I was saying it because he did that shit kids be doing where they, like, try and get back sad when they got to because when he first rings the door, doorbell, he's like, yeah, Max's mom, you know what I'm saying? Everything's cool. When she opens the door, he's like, yeah, my boy driving like, oh, yeah, nigga, you trying to turn back up because you trying to make sure that they know. Kids is hams, bro. Kids be acting. Now, that's all I'm going to say. But I'm sure my nigga was scared at first, but he had to turn. Once he seen Max's house, he was like, oh, okay, I'm Gucci. I'm, I'm going to be good. Nigga, he's talking about good things. What if I was at home? He would have waited if he was at home. Kids ain't that stupid, bro. Quincy would have figured it out. Quincy wasn't going to die. He wasn't going to run in that street his mama was talking about. Quincy would have been like, fuck that. Quincy don't strike me as the running the street type of boy. He strike me as the look at the cars type of boy. Not like, not like there's something wrong with that. Like he just don't strike me as the type of kid who go get you. That ain't his, that ain't his testimony. He chilling. But anyway, man, that's all I got for y'all for this episode, man. I hope y'all fuck with it. Like always. Uh, um, I don't know what to tell you about future episodes and all this other shit right now. You'll get them as fast as you can, as often as I can. Next episode will absolutely be a bonus episode because I owe that to everybody else. So if you want that motherfucker, then you got to hit the subscription for the 490 motherfucking nine. Uh, if not, man, it's all right. I still love y'all stepkids and shit. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with y'all. You know what I'm saying? In a few days. Um, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel at FTS Podcast on YouTube, at FTS Podcast on Facebook, at Fuck This Shit Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit. Make sure you leave a five star motherfucking review if you haven't already. I'll read that bitch on the podcast. Leave your feedback on this motherfucker. I'll read it out on the podcast. Send me a DM. I'll read that motherfucker on the podcast. Send me some money. I'll spend that bitch on the podcast. Send me some hoes. I'll fuck them bitches on the podcast. And I'm just playing. <laughs> i'll just fuck with y'all man i appreciate everything as always man i love y'all i'll see y'all later y'all have yourselves a good motherfucking weekend type shit uh it's been real Peace. yeah double up the respect 
Came through the wire, fresh out the fire, my mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself, it's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board, my nigga trying to see. Billion. My gift to gab on it. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they bury him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Trying to see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the... Billion. Yeah, man, you not tuning in. There. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 and